Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. is going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy news beat stand up here on this gorgeous wednesday february 22nd 2023 as always i'm correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show the purveyor of the show the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart turley my man how we doing today it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and i'm in rare form dude we're gonna have a great show you are an absolutely rare form people. So I would buckle up. And if you are driving, I would pull over for this episode because I'm not sure you're going to want to be driving for this one. We have an absolutely great lineup for you in terms of stories. First, we have another train derails in Midwest as Pete Buttigieg announces visit to Ohio crash sites. Nice to see Mayor Pete um, doing his job. Next, we have number of eagles killed by wind farms in Wyoming, severely underestimated according to biology. I mean, if you didn't see this one coming, you know, you probably think Pete Buttigieg is doing a great job um, as transportation secretary. So uh, more power to you. Um, it'll be fascinating to see a student into the actual amount, but I don't doubt that these birds are getting absolutely slaughtered. Um, we'll cover what that means uh, for the wind energy movement. Next, California public employee retirement system makes new $3.82 million investment into Aquarians midstream. You got to love it, guys. What is it? Bite? Don't bite the mouth that feeds you. And in this case, providing you gas. Gas and and returns. So um, this is absolutely hilarious. We appreciate. I didn't Gavin. make these up. <laughs> no, the, these are real articles. Unfortunately, we appreciate um, Gavin Newsom for signing off on this one. And then finally, Germany throws weight behind energy transition to defend its turf. Stu will kick it over to me. I will cover quickly what's happening in the oil and gas and uh, natural gas markets. You know, whatever two dollars and six cents on natural gas, not good. Even in the midst of Freeport getting full approval, um, there's also a nice little um, M&A deal that happened uh, between Chesapeake and a, um, a first-time entrance. Uh, into and a first-time entrant into the U.S. market, um, a, a, a world company. I'll cover what that divestiture in the Eagleford. Uh, I think is the Eagleford. Is he the Eagleford or? Uh Give me a second. Um, That's where a good is considering we got a bunch of Eaglefords driving around getting. Yeah, it's Eagleford. Um, it was Eagleford Shale. Um, I'll cover what that M&A deal looks like. They also, uh, Chesapeake also did announce earnings and so did Matador. So I'll quickly throw out highlights and then we will let you get out of here and uh, get back to work. Um, before we begin, check us out. World's greatest website. EnergyNewsBeat.com. Everything is available in the description below. Are they all the articles that we mentioned are courtesy of our website. Stu does a great job of keeping it up to date. www.energynewsbeat.com. I'm out of breath, Stu. Where would you like to begin? Oh, dude. Um, I have to give a shout out to you for putting up with me. Um, you know, a little inside baseball before we got started. This is our fourth take. I was in rare form and 
you kept cutting me and keeping me back online. So, all right. First one coming around the corner. Another train derails in Midwest as Pete uh, Buttigieg, um, Mayor Pete, is the only way uh, I can say it, announces visit to Ohio crash site. Michael, this one was in Nebraska, and it shows about a dozen cars that actually went off, but it was coal instead of the really bad gas that's in. There you go, guys, coal. That's why we should have it all coal grade for this reason right here. It's a lot easier to clean up coal. And I do want to give a shout out to everybody. Go to the energynewsbeat.com. Go to the section that's the uh, Ian uh, publisher notes or the uh, podcast. I had Dr. Chalmers on there. And I mean, that thing's going off, Michael. That is going amok. He is a fabulous doctor. And he told us about all the stuff. Michael, he said you'd rather die than be around that stuff. And there is now acid rain. Uh, There's cars that are missing paint. Toronto now has its water supply. Toronto? This thing went bonkers. So anyway, you got to go see that one from Dr. Chalmers. So we got us also four other disasters in the last two days that are now polluting big time. This is scary, dude. Lots of stuff going on across the U.S. Hey, let's go to the next one. Eagles. This goes into our story three weeks ago in which we had whales that were uh, there were seven whales between the last week in December and the third week in January. One month time period, seven whales died. A couple interesting things on that. I'll tell you that here in a sec. Number of eagles killed by wind farms in Wyoming underestimated. Uh, biologists say this is disgusting. Michael, I have a set of bald eagles out here that I love. They are beautiful, beautiful animals. Where is the outrage for all the ESG folks on this? You never hear them. Now, if it was a whale flying into a windmill, I can understand everybody going, you know, calling a little hoo-ha. But the number of carcasses that they're finding is despicable. Um, another projects will add another 1,100 more turbines, and they range from 400 to 600 feet. That is pathetic. The uh, impacts are going to be a lot worse. Anyway. The, the 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 problem with this is, and, and, and it's mentioned here in the article, Stu, it's this guy, what's his name? Mike Lockhart, a wildlife biologist specializing in eagles who's worked for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service more than 30 years. You know, he's got a bunch of quotes in here. I think it's interesting is what he's, you know, one of the things he said is specifically is that Wyoming is the worst place you could possibly put wind farms. And it seems to be. They seem yes. to be a massive rush to get things developed as fast as they can. He goes on to say the reason for that is because of the fact that these migration patterns for all of these birds fly directly through Wyoming. So, I mean, and part of the reason he then goes down to mention is, hey, where did he say this? Let me, you while know, you're finding the, that. A lot of the impacts are hidden. And he says, we'll never find out because birds are struck and they're never found. So there's no evidence. That's convenient. There's no evidence. Uh, well, there's Bigfoot or there's no Bigfoot. I I believe the number of they're finding the number of birds is significantly going down. Wait, wait so you're Bigfoot? You're, you're, you're a Bigfoot guy? Oh, yeah. I saw one. Just kidding. But you sit back and take a look. 
this line right in here, wind farms in Wyoming have faced a high profile fines for killing in April. Next Era Energy Place pleaded guilty to violating the Migratory Bird Treaty Act and was ordered to pay more than $8 million. Duke Energy, which operates a few wind farms in Wyoming, Wyoming was fined a million for uh, deaths of, of Golden Eagles. Pacific Corp was received 25 million in fines for 38 eagles. We don't have enough eagles, period. If you want to sit there and say you're ESG, I love me some eagles. They are beautiful animals. And I'm anyway, you know that. So I just find it despicable that the energy hypocrisy and ESG hypocrisy does not roll over when it's a re wind renewable. But financially, we'll go into that. I've got some new info coming out here real quick on that. Oh, I see your sources. I love it. What's next? Okay. Rolling around the corner here. I love this one. In the article, it has uh, Shell are the... Oil majors destined for extinction. When Bernard Lonick became the oil majors BP CEO in 2020, his vote, he went to the left and started saying we're getting out of renewables. I'm not going to spend much time on this one because we already covered a lot of this already. There was the pivot back towards oil and gas, the uh, prioritization of shareholders over renewable confirms a critical lesson for the for-profit corporation is poorly equipped to deliver the energy transition at the required speed. Matthew Lawrence, director of Commonwealth, said in a press statement in response to BP's results, its incentives and purpose dangerously misalign with the needs of the people and the planet. What this goes along with, with the next story that we'll go ahead and jump to, and that is Germany is doubling down and tripling down on stupid. They are now in World War III, Michael, and this article, and I'm going to bounce between these two articles, Germany throws weight behind energy transition to defend its turf. I don't even need to go into that article. They just suffered and got through getting off of a horrible experience coming off of the addiction, the crack addiction to uh, Russian natural gas. They've had to build all these. They're now using uh, Norway. They're now using those pipelines. They're now importing LNG from everywhere. They've done a good job. They are still not out of the woods. And now the German chancellor is over here saying we got to double down on stupid. What are you saying? They're now not going to follow through with their nuclear. I mean, this is let's find something that's proven not sustainable and let's jump back into it. This is like saying, I, I mean, I don't know what to say on these two articles. Your thoughts? Yeah, it, it says down here. You know, a little into the article, Berlin's goal is to generate at least 80% of electricity from wind and sun by 2030, a target that is more pressing after a drop in Russian fossil fuel exports. To give you an idea, they need 67 gigawatts of new onshore wind turbines, 22 gigawatts of offshore turbines, and 150 gigawatts of what's known on the street as photovoltaic capacity, aka solar. That must be built according to a paper outlining key measures. So they need a lot of help. And, you know, they also mentioned the state bank's going to be involved. Oh, okay. Oh, I see where it's going. 
I, we've talked about this. I'm going to run the numbers on this, and I'll tell you how many wind farms they're at, wind mills they're actually going to need to hit those numbers based off of uh, Meredith Angwin and Don Deers and all the other experts we've talked to about the grid. In order to do that, I'm going to give you some numbers on this probably tomorrow or the next day. This is just not going to happen. So anyway, I'm, I love the research from the random dude on Substack. That would be me. <laughs> okay. This one, Michael, hold on to your seats, Batman. Are you ready for this one? Oh, California man. Public Employees Retirement System makes new $3.82 million investment in. Are you ready? Give me a drum roll. Equitrans Midstream Corporation, New York Stock Exchange, ETRN. What do we have in an employee retirement for California, the state of California, run by the wonderful Governor Gavin Newsom, and they're now investing in a midstream natural gas company? Oh, the energy hypocrisy. Say it's not so. Oh, I also think there is some, there's at least one smart person in California outside of Mike Umbro. We now know there's a oh. second smart person in California. Well, there's also Chad Hathaway. We love Chad Hathaway. Okay, and so we also love people. the senator. I don't know the senator, so I'm lumping I, them in with the people. I'm who trying to get her. I've, she's already committed to being on our podcast. So she hasn't been on the podcast. Though. You're dead to us if you're not on the, if you haven't come on the podcast. She's committed to be on it. I'm I'm trying to get her scheduled. She's already said, make, make it so. Okay. You heard it here third. But anyway, I thought it was this article. It, okay. You got Germany doubling down and tripling down on stupid. California has always been doubling down and tripling down. And now you're seeing the hypocrisy in action because even the employees are bailing out because financially and fiscally, it is not responsible to go into the renewables. Anyway, I, all of these interact with each other very nicely. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, you have to point out, they do have a negative PE or price to earnings ratio of negative 1.43. Not good. And if your thesis is we're going to need more pipelines or we're not going to be able to develop pipelines and they're only going to become, their physical infrastructure that only going to become more value. This is a great move. I mean, I would see exactly why a, a hedge fund or, or a, you know, this is great. I mean, the people who are in the, this is probably the first sweet move they've made in a while for their public. Oh, this is, this is better than any tax credit you could give them. Oh, you know? absolutely. But you know, as an employee to, uh, investment firm, they don't really have to worry about a lot of that per se. Now, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, well, what do you got next? Uh, the last one is one I think we're going to table, and this one can really run at any time, but how a country loses its currency reserve status. We need to get a little yeah, more in here. It's too depressing. It's been too depressing yes. of a day. And and I'm on such a roll. I'm a funny, I'm legend in my own mind. Let's not ruin that with this article. So We don't need I, your blood gushing. You. It's off to you in finance, dude. Yeah, I mean, we'll keep it quick. Overall markets did not have a great day. S&P was down 2 percentage points. NASDAQ drops 2.4 percentage points. Crude oil down to about 76.14 as we record this the night before here on the 21st. Um, I think the big thing to point out with the crude oil markets is, again, all of this quote-unquote demand side pull on the bull side is coming from Chinese, from China demand. If, as today, if 
you know, things come in and are a little bit more spicy on that demand side, we are going to see a prices drop. I think you're also seeing that, you know, with the with with the release of the minutes from the latest Fed meeting that they had today, um, showing that, you know, interest rates are going to remain high for the long term. I think that doesn't also bode well and probably why you're seeing crude oil stumble just a little bit. You know, on the natural gas side, guys, I mean, it's $2 and five cents. I mean, there's not much to say other than wolf. I mean, Freeport got approval today for full exports and it's dropped to the lowest it's been in two years. So um, this warm weather is obviously coming in a lot stronger than people realize. We are oversupplied a little bit. I think, you know, specifically in certain regions, specifically out like in West Texas, I think, you know, Appalachia specifically, you're seeing two choke points that I think are just starting to fill up. There's too much. I mean, we look at what the storage draws and, and because yesterday was President's Day, the EIA and API will not drop their stuff until Thursday. API will drop tomorrow. So on tomorrow's show, which I think I'm doing solo because Stu's going to be driving. Uh, actually, Thursday I'll be driving. So Thursday, so we'll 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 actually get you a, a really decent show on Thursday. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, so I, I think that's what you're seeing on the crude oil side. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say two things. One, Matador came out and announced their earnings. I think it'd be remiss if I just highlight quickly in fourth quarter. Uh, 400 or 461.8 million of adjusted EBITDA to give you an idea in the full year, 2.3 billion of adjusted EBITDA in the quarter. They did about 62,000 barrels of oil per day and averaged over the year, 60,000 barrels of oil production. Um, the first year, the company has also averaged over a thousand BOE a day. So they took advantage of high prices and continue to crank, crank and crank, um, Matador just down the street, actually from where I'm at. So, uh, um, got to love that. Uh, I, you know, to be honest, they're one of the more fiscally sound oil and gas operators out there considering, you know, the the frenzy that they could have got up their debt structure is not terrible. So, you know, I, I like what 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 they got going on. I mean, I mean, they're, they're still founder, chairman and CEO, this Joseph guy. I mean, so that gives you an idea of the alignment. He's got the incentives are provided for him to be fiscally responsible, if only because he's got his neck on the line. Now, I mean, they've IPO'd, but it's a little bit different. We, we, we like that. Love me a good founder, chairman, CEO. Next two stories are Chesapeake. First off, they also provided and dropped their earnings today. Let's go over and see the highlights. Adjusted EBITDAX, which again is a lie, but it tells you something. Uh, $1.03 billion free cash flow, $526 million. Adjusted free cash flow, $273 million, inclusive of the effective asset sales. They declared a quarterly dividend of $1.29 per common share. They did about 4.05 BCF per day, about 90% natural gas. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's coming in. I love how they also put in here, securely secured independent responsibly sorts natural gas certification for 100% of approximately 6 BCF per day of gross operator produced gas volumes. Responsibly sourced natural gas, baby. ESG friendly, Chesapeake, you know, right before they you know, right before they go bankrupt, at least they can say they were uh, ESG friendly. I mean, this this pricing structure can't can't be good for them right now. They, it's a good quarter this quarter. Q1. Oh, you do. Oh, we'll see, though. We'll see. Good old uh, Nick O'Dell still still, you know, his first quote, the premium rock returns and run away on our standing assets delivered in his result, a strong result in 2020. So they're just they're going to ride these 2022 coattails as long as they can, baby. It was a record year in 2023. Don't worry about what's happening in 2023. Don't look. Don't worry about it now. 
Um, but they did see a nice little cash infusion today, Stu. So to give you an idea, Chesapeake announced today that it has executed an agreement to sell the remaining portion of its Eagle Ford assets to Enos Energy for $1.4 billion. Give you guys an idea. They're selling about 172 net acres and approximately 2,300 wells in the more black oil portion of its Eagleford asset in Demit, LaSalle, and McCullen County. Um, it's about 36,000 uh, BOE per day, which is about 81% liquid. Um, they expect the transaction will close qu- second quarter of 2023. They will give 1.175 billion upon closing, with the additional 225 paid in annual installments of 56.25 million. Chesapeake anticipates the proceeds will be applied to repay borrowings under its revolving credit facility and be available for its share repurchase program, which they're not going out of the way to tout up and down. So they're taking the ConocoPhillips play, which I like because, you know, um, I mean, it's kind of tough to go bankrupt and six months later be touting your uh, two years later be touting your uh, um, your share repurchase program. But uh, you didn't hear that one from me. Do I like this deal? I'm you know broke this afternoon, haven't quite had a chance to break it down. I do know this. Enos Energy Stu, they're not a they're not a US oil and gas company. They're an international operator who this is their first step into this space. The my question is to you, does is that is this going to open the opportunity or open the floodgates for international operators to start moving into the United States? That's really, I think, the high-level question here is this is a drastic move. There are other energy, and as we talk energy on everything else, there is a gigantic move for renewables as well as the EMP uh, coming in. So if you take a look at the energy across the board, the investments coming in in energy into the United States is amazing. And I disagree that we should be selling things to foreign countries, but that's my personal opinion. No, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but I just thought that was sort of the high level thing that came from it. So it, it's happening um, in the other storage as well as tankers, as well as other things coming around the corner. So they're taking over. I mean, we're about to be sponsored by the Chinese Daily News. So, you know, it's China's coming, whether you like it or not. Remember when they tried to interview us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're famous over there. Legends in our own mind. All right, guys, with that, we're going to let you get out of here. Get back to work. Finish up your day. Thanks for checking us out. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe. Rock on. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.